Blog Talk Radio. Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter, Jamie Rocks, and this is The Big Show. You found it. I'm sure I'm glad you did. I am very, very excited uh, today because it's a Friday. No, it's, it's, being a Friday means nothing to me. I work for myself, so that's like it being a Tuesday or something. It, it never ends, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm saying. It never stops. No, but it's, I'm, I'm very happy about that. I'm not complaining. No, I'm excited for our guest today. Our, um, our guest is fantastic. He is a movie producer. He's a, um, he just did a, um, uh, him and a whole bunch of people just did a uh, fantastic Western. I watched this a few uh, a couple weeks ago, and I rewatched it last night just so it was fresh in my mind and whatnot. I'm telling you, I'm ready to watch this thing a third time. It is a really, really cool film. Um, and, of course, our guest is Mr. Damon Hillian. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Damon, I don't want to butcher your name. How are you, sir? How are you? Yeah, I'm great. Hey, I really appreciate you having me on the show. And oh, thank yeah, you for watching. The I appreciate movie. you being. Thank you for watching the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's it's cool. I um I get it, it's weird because with the show, um, I don't know if this is just you know entertainment in general. Although it's been a weird you know year and a half and everything. Um, but like things come in, in patterns and whatnot. I have not seen a Western in a minute, you know, at least a year I'm thinking. And, um, it was very refreshing. I was very excited and I wasn't let down. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I really appreciate that. It, it, it took a, it took a, an army to make this movie and, uh, it was over a series of a, of a whole entire year. Because we started it uh, in March, and then, you know, we had this COVID outbreak that shut us down. Uh, so, mm. yeah, it was, it, was, it was a very tough film to make because of, because of this crisis that we, we went through. Um, and we weren't able to pick it back up until the end of December. But, you know, I, we were really blessed to have such a great director, Justin Lee, and a phenomenal cast that could just really come together and 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 weather the storm of COVID uh, <laughs> and all the di- different kind of you know crazy fiery hoops we had to jump through in order to to get it finished. I wanted to ask you, um, Damon. It, it's a fantastic film. I want everybody to watch it. It's out now, I believe. I believe it dropped a couple days ago. Yeah, uh, on the twenty fourth. It was uh, September 24th. 24th. Okay. okay. We, yeah, we, nice. we hit theaters. Yeah, we were about 30, 30 screens uh, in the United wow. States. Yeah, thank you. And then, uh, you know, we're, we're all VOD now, iTunes, Amazon, Voodoo. We're, we're all over the place digitally. Awesome, awesome. I wanted to ask you, this, of course, is a period, uh, you know, it's Western. It's, it's a classic uh, you know, I put it in with the classic westerns. It's uh, it's by no means dated, folks, but it's 
It's very cool. And I'll tell you, it's amazing. Um, very few. Now, I'm not one of these people that look for indiscrepancies in, in films. I, I know some people that do that, and it bugs the hell out of me. I'm not even in the movie business, and it bugs me. I won't watch movies with them. Um, but I didn't. There were no glaring ones that I saw. You know, I'm like, hey, what's that uh, Prius doing there in the back? You know, it's nothing like that. Um, I was very impressed with the sets and the, the setting in general and the location. And I, I was curious because I knew you were coming on the show. Now, you're on the producing side of this. So, you know, I would imagine fancy Hollywood parties, hanging out at the beach, you know, things like that, um, you know, in the producing world, right? Do you have to go out and be on set with these, uh, like, to the desert and whatnot? Oh, yes. So I'm teasing about the parties, the pro- by the way. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, you know, as, like, produced by credit, it's it's really my baby in the sense of all business matters. So gotcha. I spearhead the I spearhead the project from the very beginning, the de- development baby stages, um, all the way through you know through the casting, through the packaging, through the finance, through the production, and then through the delivery, and then all the way out collecting many years later to try to pay back all the investors. So it's a very long process, very long. And uh, yes, I'm there every every single solitary day. I'm on set, and uh, but I'm just dealing wow. with different different problems. Uh, you know, the the director has his own problems that he's dealing with, and the producer has his own problems that he's dealing with. So you have to come together and find that synergy in order to overcome these issues. Uh, that you you face every day on a movie set. Well, it's amazing. It's amazing that I remember at the beginning of the. I don't want to give anything away. I want people to watch it, but I, I don't think this will. Um, our protagonist, uh, she uh, uh, gets put up in a uh, in a hotel, you know, a Western hotel, and they, there's a shot where it shows her in the room, you know, and she's unpacking and stuff. And I was looking around the room, and I'm just like. Yeah, that's amazing. There is this. This looks like a time machine, or something. You know, this looks like what I would imagine a hotel room in the old west looking like. Um, it was fantastic, fantastic. And I bet it wasn't cheap getting all that stuff. You know, making that happen. Yeah. So we were really blessed to have such a great production designer. So, you know, this boils down to our director being able to really. Uh, the talent in his department heads. So Sanford Worth came and our production designer was literally from, you know, the, the beginning of the day to the end of the evening to nighttime dressing sets and making sure all these small details uh, were, you know, in the picture. And we couldn't have done it without him. Um, and he just took the time and he put the effort in and his passion was there. And he put, you know, it, 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 it wasn't a small task to try to do this. So we're very grateful. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. You know, I was um, the, the first, you know, I was thinking about this when I was watching it too. There, there was a lot of, a lot of Westerns that I've seen aren't real heavy on the action. And, and people are surprised when I say that because, they're like, what are you talking about? There's always a gunfight, or usually, 
And I'm like, yeah, but that's not really, it's two guys usually standing in the street or something. It's not, you know, a big knock them down fight, you know, drag out fight. Some have a minute, but not, you know, it's, it's more than not, don't. And um, you guys did. It was action action, man. That first fight, I love a fight where a piano is involved. Fantastic. Oh, well, you know, so this is all the brainchild of Justin Lee. He just really knows how to hit the action beats. And, you know, he, he really knows it. And this is why distributors love him, because he he will hit the beats. And then not only will mm-hmm. he hit the beats, but he'll also be able to capture that. Because sometimes you could maybe write too big for a, a lower-budget movie. You know, it's like, how are you going to accomplish this? Um Right on on a, on a limited budget, but he's able to you know write and then direct, and that's why I love the writer directors because he he can he can build in these action sequences and keep you interested throughout the film, and then hit those beats, and that's what keeps us going. Absolutely, well, it was it was fantastic, and I love the realism in it. You know, um, it, it was just fantastic. Even at the be- the very beginning of it. When they meet, um, oh, I forget his name, Captain. Uh, well, anyway, Trace Hensley plays them. Uh, Hensley, Hensley, right? He's dusty. He's dirty, as people would be in the. I, I, it bugs me watching a western where everyone's immaculately clean shaven and have an iron shirt on. You know what I'm like? I'm like that. Eh, I don't know if that was going on. You know, I've been camping. Get pretty rough after a couple of days. I'm just saying. Um, I was yeah, very impressed. Yeah, thank you. You know that that that's that's Samantha Kusta right there. We got to give her her credit just because you know she was our 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 costumer and what she's able to do, and especially on a budget. Once again, it's always back to being able to like you know put as much as you can with the little amount of money you have, and she was able to do that, and she was able to get these costumes and just really you know, put the wear on them. Um, and then, of course, our, our makeup artist, Melanie Young, she did great. Uh, so without the team, you're nothing. Like, I'm just a producer. You have right. to have these super great, talented people in order to, you know, execute that vision. Yeah, but, Damon, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> None of this would be <laughs> happening, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www. Dot J-A-M-I-E-R-O-X-X dot U-S. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic-grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. 
please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beattie, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non-profit corporation, raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another, a friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rockscare the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Let me ask you this. Now, I'm, I'm picturing yeah. this is before it all starts. Before the world shut down, you know, no one saw that coming. Um, you're, I imagine, in your office, the phone's ringing, things are happening. Uh, there, there's a pile of scripts on your desk. This is one of them that comes across. Um, and did you, uh, you know, man, this is right, like right away, like I got to be involved with this one. Sign me up. Yeah. So, okay. So I reverse engineer. Uh, with my sales company. Oh, okay. So I always work hand in hand with, uh, you know, Filmbridge International and Jordan Dykstra, who, you know, they, they just lead me and they're like, this is what the marketplace is needing right now. Uh, this is, this is skewing very well domestically. So the nice. director writer, Justin, Justin Lee brought me Apache Junction 
And, you know, I read it and I fell in love with it and I could see the character with this character driven cast, um, that we, we could get good cast on this. And then the good cast equals a better distribution deal. So everything Mm. really just worked out the synergy wise between having the sales. Uh, yeah. And then, and then that led, that led to the green light of the film. Well, that's amazing. That's amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm picturing Damon like he's the type of, and I've known people like this, that, that go into a casino and watch all the tables for a little bit before they sit down. You know, they're like, mm-hmm, this is going on this one. This is happening here. Going to avoid that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. That's a- absolutely <laughs> true. Smart, absolutely true. <laughs> Let me ask you this now. Um, obviously, you have a head for business and um, and creati- creativity as well. You know, you're in the movie business. Um, but as a kid, did you know that like showbiz was what you were gonna land in? So as a kid, I like I was just really fell in love with these stories that my grandfather would tell me, and I love storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I like have I have a vivid memory of just like locking on to him telling a story and I was so captivated that it just stuck with me about storytelling and what other way, like what, what profession can you be in where you could storytell for a living? Now I'm not the writer, but what I do is I like to identify, I like to identify a story and then, you know, and then I'll kick down doors and I'll do what it takes uh, to make that happen. I'm I'm that guy. I get it done. Nice, nice. See, that's awesome. Anybody in business will tell you you want to know that guy. That's how shit gets done. <laughs> Very true. I don't care if you're making gnipnops or you know bagels or making movies or have a band or something. You need to know people like that um, because things kind of just don't happen on their own. Very rarely. Very rarely. You know, it needs someone like you. Um, uh, for that to to happen, you know, little nudges here and there. It um, that's cool. That's cool. It's got to be an exciting job. Damn, I mean, you got the best job in the world, man. This is very cool. Yeah, it's a it's a blessing and a curse because you get you get you know the, the <laughs> amount. I literally every day am jumping through like fiery hula hoops, like like inflamed hula hoops, and it's it's. You're, you're just always putting things out and, and trying to fix something. And, um, you know, it's, it, it, it is, though. It's, I, I couldn't do anything else. I love what I do. Um, and I'm just so happy to keep doing it. That's amazing. That's amazing. Now, with your casting, did you guys go through – I mean, because you guys got um, Tracy Atkins. That's pretty, that's, that's pretty awesome. Did you guys go through a casting company to get them, or did somebody know them, or – you know, we're friends on Instagram with them or something? Sure. So casting casting was really between Justin and myself. Uh, mm-hmm. So just, Justin has previously worked with Trace. And has, really? Yes, they, they did Badland together. And so oh, okay. Justin, had, Justin had proposed Trace. And uh, as the producer, I executed that. So he said, let's go to Trace, and then what I do is I make that happen. I kick down the door. I go to UTA, 
Uh, then I'm dealing with his manager, and then we 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 attach him. Uh, then he comes onto the project after he reads the script, of course, and he could always say no if he doesn't like it. Um, now, right. Stuart Ta- Stuart Townsend, what has been a very dear friend of mine since 2012, because he was in what my first movie that I ever did, A Stranger in Paradise. And so oh, okay. Stu being a very Stu being a very good friend, um, we've always been back and forth on what what he's looking for, you know, what I'm making. And it just so happened that, you know, he wanted to do a Western. So sending him the script, he fell in love with Jer- Jericho Ford. And, you know, we just made it happen from there. Then it goes to the agent, then it's a negotiation. Uh, and then, you know, we sign him. And then with uh, Scout, I, I've, done, I've done two films with Scout uh, previously to this. I did uh, Ghost House. And then I did The Long mm-hmm. Night, which was – and then, you know, working with her in, on those two films, I just really wanted her to play Annabelle Angel. Like, I love Scout. I think she's a phenomenal actress. And so mm-hmm. I brought Scout to Justin – I brought Scout to Justin, and, you know, Justin's like, oh, I'm a big fan of Scout. I think this could really work. Uh, they, they spoke on the phone. They hit it off. And then – you know, there she is. That's that's our Annabelle Angel. Um, and then lastly, uh, Thomas Jane. So Thomas Jane is, 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 through a personal relationship, Thomas and I were able to speak about the project. You know, not necessarily going through the agent at first, but going through the actor and talking to Thomas because I knew Thomas on a an individual level. Um and that's how a lot of these things are done is that, you you know, because you get a lot of blocking from agents. So you try to go, mm-hmm. you try to talk to the talent, and then you, you always end up with the agent. You know, you go into the talent first, seeing if they're interested, and then going to the agent's always the best. You always get that, you know, you right. always get a better, a better result that way. That's awesome. That's awesome. Let me ask you, Damon. I um, You mentioned Stranger, uh, Stranger in Paradise. Now, that's one of my favorite films. It's a fantastic film. Um, and set in Bangkok, uh, if memory serves me right. I, I'm pretty sure Thailand, I know. Um, yeah, and I saw yeah, something absolutely. on the. Yeah, I, I saw something on the Apache uh, uh, Junction IMDb page um, about Thailand was in there somewhere. Was it Countries of Origin? And I'm like, Damon, there's somebody's got to have a connection with Thailand. And, and what is that? Um, <laughs> Because it was, it, it struck my eye. Because I'm like, well, this is a western. There's not a lot of sights or scenery in Thailand that would merge into a western motif. You know what I mean? Um, but then we yeah, were talking, well, and, and again, the Thailand thing came up. I was just curious. Yeah, no, no, no. So, so um, you know, back in when I made A Stranger in Paradise, a production company that financed the film was Benetton Films, Thailand. So Benetton Films Thailand, after they financed The Stranger in Paradise, ended up acquiring my company. And then we formed, oh, you know, okay. and then from there, from there, there was a partnership. So the two brothers, Ratchwin and uh, Kulthat Narula, you know, we've been together for, for many, many years. Even though this is a Hill and Entertainment production, Benetton Films is still part of, you know, everything that I do. That's cool. That's cool. I love Thailand. I love Bangkok. I've only been once. 
Had a great time. Had a great time. Saw Tiesto in concert in Thailand, in Bangkok. Man, so many adventures oh, wow. I had there. Um, have you been over there? Oh yeah, I I I used to spend about 180 days a year in Thailand making movies. Nice. So I would. Nice. Yeah, well, you know yeah. that. You know. Oh yeah, I know. Crazy I know Thailand. It is. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, that's cool, man. Well, see, this is. I'm telling you, Damon. You know, if you could go back in time and and tell your ninth grade self something, you know, just say, hey. It's all going to be good, man. <laughs> Look where we end up. <laughs> How cool right. is that? Um, man, that's awesome. That is very, very cool. Now, you have, if you look, speaking of IMDb page, um, if you look at yours, man, it's long. It's long. You did all kind, you've done all kinds of stuff here. I mean, a lot. Yeah, thank you. Um so it's been a, you know, the career has really evolved, um, and I've been really hitting about two to three films a year now. Um, but it, it, start, it, it started out, it started out at about a film a year, and then and then just really, you know, getting the knack for it, understanding finance, understanding packaging, mm. you know, really evolving as a producer. Uh, you can start making more movies and you're more efficient and you know, your financing is better and your distribution is better. So I, I, I've also been fortunate because I've been able to do different genres. Um, you know, I, I, I got stuck in horror for a moment. I was doing like just horror film and horror film. And then, uh, right. I was able to get, get away from that and get back more, get more back into the action. Cause I really like the action. I like sci-fi, mm. you know, so, you know, and, and, and that's the goal, you know. Someday I want to do the Lord of the Rings style. Those are just much bigger budget stuff. <laughs> what, what did they spend in it? Yeah, we will get there. Oh, man. <laughs> that's a hard sell, too. To an, hey, we're going to need you for oh uh, my gosh, six yeah. years, okay? <laughs> yeah, no. right. Jeez, oh, that's crazy. Well, the cool thing, like I said, when I looked at your IMDb page, one of the great things about IMDb is it, um, I, it's like reading the Bible almost. You see really, when you see the red print, that's really cool because that means things have, uh, are, you know, on that final uh, roller coaster uh, uh, hill, you know, they're completed, post-production, that kind of stuff. And you got a whole bunch coming up, man. That's amazing. Yeah, so thank you. You know, we have uh, we have the Long Night, which is with uh, Scout Taylor Compton and Nolan Gerard Funk, mm-hmm. um, with, directed by Rich Ragsdale, and that's a it's a great supernatural piece uh, that we shot in Charleston. Um, we also have Hellblazers, oh, really? which was with Bruce. Yeah, Hellblazers, which was with Bruce Dern. Um, Let's see here. Tony Todd, Adrian Barbeau, Billy Zane, Meg Foster. Uh, we had a great cast directed by Ju- Justin Lee. Uh, you know, it was a creature feature. So we created this, like, hell monster beast. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we have Maneater, which we, ju- we, we literally just shot Maneater. We shot that in Maui, um, which was really interesting. Wow. Really interesting shoot there. 
Yeah. Um, directed by Justin Lee, written by Justin Lee. Had a great cast, Nikki Whelan. We had Trace Atkins again uh, and Shane West. So nice. all these nice. are, you know, different different stages. Like, you know, The Long Night is re- ready for delivery. Hellblazers is ready for delivery. And Maneater is, like, right in the middle of post. Nice, nice. Well, I would imagine that, you know, it's a little easier um, sell on the casting side when it's in Maui, you know. Um, well, you want to come make this movie with us in Detroit, or do you want to go to Maui? <laughs> We're going to Maui, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you guys are always on the move, it seems like, you know. Do you do you work a lot and then, like, take a little break, like, a couple weeks off and just chill, or is it just constant? Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty constant. Uh, like, I'm at a spot right now where I need, like, a good week and a half because uh, I'm feeling it. I got you. But – <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 constant. It's through the holidays. It's through birthdays. It's through you know. I like. I remember being on set in Apache Junction and and on my birthday and the 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 cast and crew were really kind and you know we had a blast. But there's never that. I don't really have that time. Uh, you know, I very often at all for just myself and to unwind. You know, it's it's a con it's a constant, constant thing. But you gotta love it, and I love it, and that's why I'm able to do it. Oh yeah, and you know, you can slow down. You can slow down when you know, when you're you're super wealthy and old. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, when you're not flying first class, but you own the plane. That's where you need to be. <laughs> right. That's what yeah, I try yeah, to tell completely. people. Like, that's the goal. They're like, what do you mean? I'm yeah, like, own the, yeah, own the plane. Planet. Own the plane. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. Well, you do, because then you could get to the uh, sets quicker. You know, that's the thing. That's the thing. Um, let me ask you this. Now, you were in, as you said, all aspects of the filmmaking. I mean, you're there from start to finish. Um, and I've talked to, I've talked to, I get a lot of independent film uh, makers, you know, not at the level you guys are at, but, but a little below, you know, of course, and everybody's got to start somewhere. Um, but one of the things that they, you know, I ask them, I'm like, so what's the worst thing about making movies, you know? And they're like, oh, the, 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 the distribution side of it, <laughs> you know, because they don't, oh. it's kind of new territory, you know? Um, but you have dealt with this so long and, 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 so often and whatnot, what would you say the most uh, challenging parts of making movies would be? Wow. That's, it's the most challenging part of filmmaking is the unforeseen because Mm. you could, you could be in, in, you could understand how to make a movie. You could understand, you know, how do I package it? How do I finance it? What is the value? But what's really gave me like, post-traumatic stress syndrome was when you're dealing with something like COVID and you're dealing with 80 people that you're responsible for. And then you're, you're like, what do you do in this situation? So the unforeseen is, is, it's something that it's hard, it's hard to grasp. Like, you know, you always, you always stay strong and move forward. Um, 
but you always get that, you know, that curveball. There's that curveball that's always going to come, mm. and you have to be ready for it. You got to be ready for anything, literally anything. I mean, I've had sets flood a day before you shoot. I've had just meters mm. of water come in and, and destroy it, and you're like, what am I going to do? Because you're only allowed a certain amount of days, you know, so the budget can't right. afford, you can't afford to pick it up. How are you going to creatively move this whole entire scene somewhere else and make it work? So these unforeseen, this unforeseen craziness in the world that you have to overcome is probably the most challenging, but also makes you the best producer when you overcome it. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. I've never been involved in making a movie. I have had lots of businesses. Um, some I've had investors I had to deal with. That's always, uh, uh, you know, it can be, it depends on the investor now. You, you know, I've had, I've had investors that weren't um, skilled investors, you know, that worried about everything, <laughs> you know, that were on yeah. the phone every day. Um, and then I've had ones that have written a check and said, yeah, okay, talk to me, uh, you know, when uh, you've got a check to give to me. <laughs> and, yeah, that, yeah totally. That'll spoil you. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, it's got, you know, I can only imagine you're making a movie um, and people have put up, you put up money, people put up money. Um, and then the world, you know, COVID happened. And, you know, the rest of us are going, oh, you know, I got with this thing, so I got to wear a mask and stuff. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think there were people a little more stressed um, from a business point of view. <laughs> you know? Uh, oh, yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah, so oh, you know, it was it it was it was a tough it was a tough one from like all aspects because it pushes your delivery. You're 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 not hitting your dates because your date that you're supposed to deliver is right in the middle of a pandemic and you ha you still have to shoot half a movie. So, mm. you know, we were we were fortunate because you know, we had we had a few investors or go financial um Avi Haas, Rich Carlo, Brandon Powers, like these guys are phenomenal. Frank Salzano. Um and and they just you know, they understand that with my track record, they just let me It's gonna happen. Right. Yeah, 'cause right. 'Cause like they That's know awesome. that we're gonna deliver. And now folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned, we'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Cool. <laughs> 
Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, she's a fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out. That's fantastic. You, you, you can't beat it. You know, it's, it, and that's what I try to explain to so many people, not just in, in the entertainment world, but, well, you know, when, when bands and stuff, I'm like, it is so important. Track record, when people can see, so many more doors open up. And, uh, and the current just seems to go a little smoother um, when you get that track record behind you, you know? We can say, hey, look what I've yeah. done. <laughs> you know? it, it, totally. Because, like, I, because I, remember, I remember trying to make my first movie, and, like, people will ask you, they're like, well, how can we give you this money like you've never done this before? Or how, can, how, right. how are you going to be able to how – do, how do we know that you're going to be able to do this? And that's always the hardest. The, the, the hardest is number one. But once you get mm-hmm. number one, then you can get to number two. But there's, there's, there's a time gap between one and two. But then, you're ex, then you have exponential growth after one and two and then three and then 10 and 15 and 22 and 35. It's a total different experience. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. It's a good, a good place to be, man. It's a good place to be. Oh, I'm telling you, that is so true. That is so true. I remember trying to do something many a million years ago when I was a kid, and and you know trying to talk to an 
having one of those dinners with a potential investor. And it was an older gentleman, and he just looked at me. He goes, look, kid, it's great that you have a dream. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's not going good. The plane is yeah. going down. <laughs> That's good. Let me pull this up. Um, oh, man. But, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, and it's weird, too. I found um, in business that if you um, you need to bring on an investor for a project, you know, it's weird. Um, I have found personally for me, and maybe it's just the projects I've been involved in, but it's much easier to get somebody to give you $20,000 than it is to give you $2,000. I don't know why, but that just seems to be the way it is, you know. Um, I, it's crazy. Yeah. It's weird. That, it, make, it makes sense in the, in the same way. Like, it's almost easier to, to do, like, a $2 million movie or a $5 million movie versus a $200,000 movie. There's more – there are more conventional lenders out there for bigger, those bigger budget films. And they have a they have a very uh, you know very good understanding about how does the industry work and how do the MGs and how to like just everything from A to Z. So they're they'll they'll lend more. You could actually it's mm-hmm. easier to you know get that two to five million dollar film done versus the the smaller ones. So like to your point, I totally understand it and and and. That's something that I, I've also learned throughout my career is that it's easier, like, to get more money than less money. Right, right. Well, it's weird. You know, and it's, the movie business is, um, you know, it, to expand on that, you know, I have a lot of friends that like movies. They're not in the movie business. They, they're, well, other than being an audience, you know, that's, that's an important role. I'm not throwing shade at that. Um, but they'll make statements like, you know, why does Hollywood keep remaking stuff and blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, because it made a bunch of people money, man. It did well. Nobody's remaking turds, you know? I mean, they're they're remaking good stuff because it's got a track record, you know? You go to Vegas, yeah, you're going to bet on the horse that wins. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know? yeah people it, with money it, are like absolutely- You're absolutely correct. It's the It's the, the reducing risk. You know, all these mm-hmm. all these bigger players they they want the they want the least amount of risk possible. Well, like how is this guaranteed? Or you know, and that's that's why my model when I I pre-sell, you know, I pre-sell and I back into something versus you know we have the distribution we have already sold territories throughout the world to make sure that we could you know don't lose money for the investor. So that that's right. like the one of the, one of the biggest things is. You know, like making the movie for the numbers. Right. Oh, man. David, I'm ready to invest. Um, I just don't have any money. That's all. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Um, But, no, but seriously, you know, I mean, that's that's the way to do it, you know. A very wise person once told me um, many, many years ago is play when the odds are in your favor to win. And you'll do great. You'll do a lot better if you play that way. And it, he was right. He was right, you know. Uh, yeah. Why? That's what, again, that's folks, when Damon goes to a casino, he looks around the room. <laughs> He's what ha- is happening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Informed decisions. 
well, this is cool, man, and you've got stuff happening. So you're pretty much um, – no, this is busy time of year because it's October. You're, you're going into the holiday season and whatnot. Um, you know, lots happening. Uh, you probably won't get a break till spring, I imagine, right? Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I'm i literally in the middle of a, a big closing right now. So as soon as I, I finish this closing, I'm literally going to try to get to Mexico for, like, a week. I need to just decompress. <laughs> But but then at the same time it's like we we have offers out for our next film and then it's either gonna go in you know depending on when the offers drop so it's like a constant it, it yeah so I I need to, I need to zone out for a little bit I need to decompress but uh, yeah it's it, it will be nonstop through pretty much uh, I'll have a little break for Christmas and then and then it's just it's literally nonstop. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, that's, you know, hey, uh, I'd always rather be too busy than than not working at all. <laughs> you know, that's... Oh, yeah. I like the what blessing. I keep telling myself. The, the, the... <laughs> I agree. Yeah, you're right. Completely. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's uh, very, very cool. Well, I hope you get your break. I hope the closing grows, uh, you know, uh, well and whatnot and uh, positive results on that and everything. Um I can't wait to see more, Damon. I can't wait to see more. You're making kick-ass films, and you've got got the right team in place. You know, it's hard to lose when your whole team's winners, you know? Very smart. Well, too kind. Like, I really appreciate those words, and, you know, we're going to keep going and, uh, you know, forward trajectory and onward and upward. Well, awesome, awesome. As one of your audience uh, members and a fan of, of your films, I'm glad to hear that because <laughs> I love them. I love them. Thank I'm you. I'm going to rewatch Stranger in Paradise this weekend, man. I'm telling you, I haven't thought about that movie in a while, but, yeah, that's I'm definitely going to watch that this weekend. And I'll probably, ladies and gentlemen, rewatch Apache Junction. Um, and like Damon says, it's out on everywhere. You, you go to, And everybody has streaming now. You know, it's the that's the one of the uh, – the silver linings of the pandemic. We all know how to use a Roku. Um, yeah, you can go to Amazon. You can watch this. You can rent it. You can buy it. Um, hey, and here's the cool thing, ladies and gentlemen. What you have to remember about these films on, like, these streaming services, you know, we talked about the holidays coming up. Why, you don't even need a stamp. You can <laughs> – what great Christmas gifts for somebody, and you don't even have to leave your house. You can, all you need is their email. You can buy it for them. There you go. You know? We all have a relative or a friend that likes Westerns. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Stuart Townsend's awesome in this, too. Everybody is. Well, Demon, thank you so much. I know I kept you a little longer than I was supposed to, but you're fascinating to talk to. And, um, you know, I could talk for hours with you. Uh, but I know you got things to do. So, Thank you so much for uh, taking time out to be on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I, I, you know, very grateful for it. Anytime, sir. Anytime. You're fantastic. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Um, the movie, Apache Junction, you got to watch it this weekend. It's out everywhere. Um, check it out. And, um, you know, again, if you go to Damon Hillian's, uh, Damon Hillian's um, IMDb, you see all the, all the films he's done. I suggest you, like I said, I'm going to rewatch Stranger in Paradise. That's a great movie. Um, but, yeah, definitely check it out. Check out Apache Junction, all of them. Very, very cool. 
And we will see you um, today's Friday. So, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Um, we have a show tomorrow. We're talking to a uh, filmmaker from London, England. I uh, just did a, a new film, independent film called I Am an Electric Lampshade. And uh, it's about a, a fellow who's, uh, I think, 60 in it. He decides to become a pop star and does. And it's that story. <laughs> it's really cool and surreal and strange. Um, if you like weird movies, you'll like this. I did. Okay, folks, we'll see you then. Have a good one. And remember, everybody, we live in a weird world. If you're out shopping or something and somebody, you know, you don't agree with a, that particular store, whatever, don't take it out on the people working there. I guarantee you they're not sitting down to boardroom meetings and, you know, figuring out corporate policy. Um, if you're really upset, go home, send an email to the corporate. Don't yell at the little gal behind the register. She doesn't have nothing to do with nothing. And you'll just be mad. She'll be mad. And nothing, it, it doesn't accomplish anything. So don't be a jerk. Be nice, be kind, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Damon. Thank you. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, the Harry Hicks from Sverige. Okay, listen to Pop Rocks Radio made Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.